problem is that blood typing is around a hundred year old technology. It's taking blood and you're putting it together with plasma or serum or antibodies and you're saying, does this clump or not clump? And that's what you use to figure out someone's blood type. And it takes a long time and it takes a large blood volume and it has to be done in specialized labs. All of that adds time between when I wish they had their blood type and when I actually know it. Hi, I'm John Yeager, and you're listening to Bloodworks 101, a podcast designed to inspire or educate you to donate either time, money, or blood. This podcast is a way for us to share our stories, but it also gives us a chance to shine a light on one of the best-kept secrets in town, the Bloodworks Research Institute. It really shouldn't be a best-kept secret, not when you consider the work produced there. And that brings us to the topic of this episode, rapid, near-patient blood typing on a silicon chip. When a patient needs a blood transfusion, it takes time to determine their blood type. While they wait, doctors have to rely on universal type O blood, which is in constant short supply and should be reserved for true emergencies. As a hematologist who regularly sees patients, Bloodworks Research Institute's Dr. Jill Johnson had always just accepted the way blood typing was done. The problem is that blood typing is around a hundred year old technology. It's taking blood and you're putting it together with plasma or serum or antibodies and you're saying, does this clump or not clump? And that's what you use to figure out someone's blood type. And it takes a long time and it takes a, a large blood volume and it has to be done in specialized labs. All of that adds time between when I wish they had their blood type and when I actually know it. And I had gotten used to that. I had just really gotten used to the idea that we needed to have a universal donor at all. We need the universal donor because we don't know the blood type. That is until one fateful day over a decade ago when Jill met Dr. Dan Ratner, a bioengineer at the University of Washington. Jill and Dan put an idea into motion that is set to transform transfusions. It's rapid, near-patient blood typing on a silicon chip. The idea for this technology started in a conference room in the middle of the week where uh, Dan and I and some other scientists were sitting there and we were talking about how can we collaborate together on this new uh, technology that he had or in some biology that I studied. And it was a thunderbolt moment where someone in the room said, can this thing be a blood cell? In defining whether you're an A or a B, AB or O, these are actually sugars. And so Jill and I both had an interest in sugars. We were making technologies in my lab at the University of Washington to look at the relationship between different cells and these sugars. And so the translation into the space of blood group typing was really natural and, and frankly organic. And for me, the most exciting thing in working with Jill was getting to peek behind the curtain at all this involved in actually safely giving patients blood products. It's an amazing endeavor. It's complicated, it's hard work and is critical to the backbone of, of emergency medicine. Jill and Dan took advantage of a well-used technology from the telecom industry to develop their blood typing chip. By flowing a small sample of blood over tiny sensors, they found that it was possible to quickly, easily, and inexpensively determine a patient's blood type. So the technology that Jill and I are developing is based on something called silicon nanophotonics. Now this is actually, it sounds fancier than it really is. What it is, is just like the microchip that's in your computer, in your cell phone, but it does one thing key that's different. It uses light 
as opposed to electrons. And so by putting the right chemistry on these photonic circuits, we can ask questions about what molecules are present in a sample. Or in the case of blood typing, we can ask, for instance, does the patient have an antibody in circulation that might react with a specific blood type? Or do they have a specific blood type on their cells? With results returned in minutes instead of hours, their invention will allow doctors to better utilize our blood supply conserving type O blood for the patients who really need it. Not having to rely on universal donors so much would be transformative to the blood supply. The whole blood supply is oriented around making sure we don't run out of this one precious thing, which is actually a kind of not common blood type. And we would be able to manage inventories in a way where the rare units are being reserved for the people that really need it. I think in, in our case, in working with Jill and myself, what was so exciting was having an opportunity to look at something that we all take for granted and to see the opportunity to make it better. Today, Jill and Dan's invention is the basis of a new company known as Cydex, who are setting out to modernize blood testing. Cydex was co-founded by Jill, Dan, and entrepreneur Eric Larson. Cydex is a medical diagnostic company developing rapid blood typing technology where we expect to be able to get a blood type back on a patient in about five minutes. Danielle Drury-Stewart is the VP for Biologics at Cydex. What our technology will allow is to actually have an instrument very close to the patient where they can put a sample into the instrument, get a blood type back, much more quickly, which will mean they can move to type-specific blood much more quickly. CEO Eric Larson envisions Cydex instruments in every doctor's office and hospital in the future, with portable versions saving lives in military settings and during natural disasters. We have 64 different sensing areas on our chips today, so we can detect multiple different uh, conditions simultaneously with the same sample. And that's really unique among the diagnostics that I see today. You can imagine in disaster relief or in military indications where you might want to screen donors very quickly to try to add to the blood supply, or in prenatal care where you might want to get both a patient's blood type and information on what diseases they might have been exposed to. Dr. Johnson recognizes that Cydex would never have come to be if she wasn't a researcher at Bloodworks. That just about wraps it up for this edition of Bloodworks 101. One last thing. If you have a story idea you'd like us to cover, please send me an email here at Bloodworks. My email address is j, the letter j, Yeager, Y-E-A-G-E-R, at bloodworksnw.org. And if you subscribe to these podcasts like a growing number of people are doing, please give us a rating. We really appreciate the feedback. Okay, that does it for this edition of Bloodworks 101. I'm your host, John Yeager. See you next time.